All right, friends, family, team, season 11, episode one, we're starting it off this season. It's all about trying new things, baby. Guest segments and person in person football, baby. <laughs> that means it's going to be us and you watching football on Sundays. Um, when Brez comes back, you'll get a little bit more of that, but that's going to be person to person, baby. You and me, us and them, you know? Into, we're changing Brady's bewilderments to Brady's altered mind for this season. Because the bewilderments are gone, but Brady still's got that crazy mind that we love. Um, We got our inaugural washed up athlete update for the Quinn Clifford fan club. Then we go into some pop culture, the WNBA, MLB's trade deadline just expired. So we'll recap that for you. Little NHL just because we had the first pick overall, and then some NFL. And Chris Montroy is going to join us to talk as a fantasy football commissioner. It's season 11, you rat bastards. For the love of God, let's get it. You can come get me. I'm in the Season 11, fellas. Episode Ooh. one. One, dude. It's always nice to have a fresh start. One, one, one. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, 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 mm-hmm. one. That, that's going to be my number if we do like a softball team. One, 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 one. Yeah, 101. <laughs> you would be a triple digit guy. Oh, 100%. So great. That'd like, be really good. And I would totally put you at second base. Oh, 100%. Like, and I would love like to piss off the opposing team. Like, tell one, 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 one. He sucks. Second base <laughs> is so hard. <laughs> Experiment one, one, one. But yeah, as Pat said, the mantra of this season is going to be uh, trying some new things. Um, some new guests, hopefully in-person guests, um, some new segments that I have cooking up. And also, we uh, every Sunday, we're going to try and get in-person with some fans and some friends. Yeah, you, me, James, Brez. Yeah. People. TVs, beers. In-person. Luis Arias. Touch each other. Luis Arias. Yes, he's always with me. Yeah. <laughs> Lord and Savior. Um, all right, so we know that the bewilderments are just of the body. But we have somewhat strayed away from that. Yeah. So revamp, a rebrand. Yes. And today is that time. Brains. Altered brain. Mind. <laughs> so the reason that we can't do bewilderments anymore is because I every time I go and type in Brady's body bewilderments, I look at my body and I've hit every single extremity. So I was thinking about that. that. You have. Um, what's the difference between a bar and a lounge? That's a grand question. But there um, are places that are bar and lounge. I think of a bar as in, like, getting rowdy, like a sports bar. Yeah. There he is. Hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. First question today is, what's the difference between a bar and a lounge? I think a lounge is just more chilled, relaxed, I I picture, laid back. I picture more couches in a lounge. I've never been to a lounge. I don't like, think. What, like, I think of like a cigar lounge where it's just like a bunch of like nice recliners and dudes just smoking cigars, talking about men's stuff. Fair, but that's like a cigar lounge. I'm saying like there's 
blank bar and then there's blank lounge and then there's blank bar and lounge. Right. So I would say that James is on it with the um, uh, couches. I've never been anywhere. Like, like I picture like a lounge, like having like a like a, co- a coffee shop vibe to it a little bit. Like, yeah. A, like a more upper class coffee shop. And then they just have like handcrafted cocktails that get you way too drunk after one and a half. And have you ever been to a place like that? No. Yeah. I have. Uh, they're like the speakeasies. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Speakeasies. You know? Yes. That's what I was looking for. And then at a lounge, you got the one weird lady in the corner reading poetry that no one wants to hear. I like it when they <laughs> snap. I like when they snap. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, like you think of like 22 jump street. No, I think of the goofy movie every time. Yeah. Oh, great call. Thank you. Oh yeah. Hey buddy. There he is. Hey, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm struggling with the headphones. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Those are some nice sunglasses. Okay, next question is, I was behind a dump truck the other day, and there is a warning sign on the back of it that says, stay 200 feet behind. We are not responsible for broken windshields. Is that like a natural <laughs> occurrence? Is it happening every day? Yeah. The way that, you- that's exactly why I don't get it. So it, it must have happened at least twice for them to now have to put it on just in case. Right, but I don't think they should be allowed to have it on there. Oh, 100%. Like, how often are you 200 feet behind a car? Not me. I got road rage. Here, around here. Chris has got a Vespa, so he doesn't have to worry about that. (laughs) Brought it over here. (laughs) And I was thinking about it. I was like, if a rock fell out of this dump truck right now and it hit me, insurance would have to pay for it. Why would there be a big rock in a dump truck? It's... You're in a garbage truck. You said garbage truck. No, I said dump truck. Oh, never mind. <laughs> you are having a tough time with the headphones. But I yep. I just found that baffling. Yeah, I don't think it's something where you just get completely nulled of liability. You Maybe know? their insurance pays for it. But like still, I mean, 200 feet, what happens and how are you going to tell if you were 201 or 199 like, do, feet away? Do you think that truck just has an automatic... about it. <laughs> that truck's got an automatic like uh, measuring system, like like make sure like no one's coming in like yeah. that close to them. You got to go out and get the rock and keep it as evidence. <laughs> this rock fell off the fucking just, back of that truck. Just fucking tape it to your forehead for the court. <laughs> <laughs> Come in with a neck brace and a rock on your head. Yeah, so for the people who do that... Don't do that anymore. Stay away from <laughs> rocks on the road. Um, Brez brought up a great question today. What's scarier, piranhas or sharks? My answer was piranhas because piranhas eat everything. I don't think sharks' natural food choice is humans. Like a shark's going to like leave you alone, kind of. like It will sometimes swim right by you and be like, hey, I don't know if this guy's worth it. Well, and a piranha's still just going to eat, eat you. No they're the what. longest lasting and greatest predator in the world. So I think they have it down as to what they want to eat. So I think they're either rogue, really hungry, or confused when they eat humans. Or, or all of the above. Piranhas just eat anything. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to probably go piranha with you. Oh, God. It's definitely shark. He's <laughs> definitely shark. One piranha can't eat you. They never are by themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that from like other guys? Well, when you, you said f- piranhas or sharks. I'd rather be around a bunch of piranhas than a bunch of sharks. No, no, no. I said shark, singular, and piranhas, plural. We'll we'll have to play that back. We'll have to play that. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, I said sharks. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like like Ron Burgundy. I wrote it down sharks, so I know I said sharks. I'm Ron Burgundy. (laughs) I'm afraid of sharks? Yeah. 
I think that if it is one shark versus one piranha, like uh, this, the terrifyingness of both of them, I, I just don't like the water that much to be like. I love swimming. Choose your battle. No, I know. I love swimming, but like, how often are you in the ocean where you're going to be around both of them? Never at dusk right. or dawn. Never. <laughs> Never. Right. Never right after watching Jaws. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I don't even go in a pool after watching Jaws. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. yeah. We don't want to take any chances. Okay. But piranhas do have that mentality where like uh, seafood, eat food. Sharks are like, mm, who knows? Right. I, I might pass or maybe circle back, come get you later. Yeah. Give you a chance to get out of the water. <laughs> yeah. If you see a shark and you ever go back in the ocean again, you're just an idiot. Yeah. Dork. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, um, fuck. That just sounds scary all around. This is great for you to be here. Um, I played golf this weekend. How'd it go? Um, awful. Uh, <laughs> Friday. 73. That's awesome. You're great. Um, <laughs> Friday night, it rained very hard here in the western suburbs. Probably in the city, too. Great storm, though. Yes, great storm. Slept like a fucking baby. Woke up so excited. Golf's my favorite thing to do right now. We're halfway there. We're halfway to Homewood, which is a fucking hike. Yep. And my buddy's in the back seat and says, hey, I got an email at 5 a.m. I forgot to tell you guys there's no carts today. And I would honestly rather not play than have to carry my bag. Yeah. Me too. How many times have you carried your bag? Uh, A lot. I mean, not anymore because I have money. He's but elite. Not a lot of money, but enough to get a cart. But in college, you had a carry-on bag. Oh, it was the worst experience <laughs> I've ever had. One time, Connor Fall put like 10 beers in my golf bag at a tournament. He's like, dude, can you hold these? Like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> See, like that just does not, I'm like stone-faced as you said that because that does not surprise me yeah, at all. He was also on the greens and like, he's like, dude, you can't do this. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Well, I drove and had something to do later, which we'll get to, so I didn't drink at all. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. It, it. The second hole, I was fucking gassed. You know what? I think that's why I, you remember when I was telling you I tweaked my neck playing on Father's Day? Mm-hmm. Guess what we didn't have? A cart. A cart. That's why. Play, that had to play, be it. It's 100% that fault. Like, that's the reason. Well, I debated turning around. <laughs> I swear to God. Right I when would, he told I me would've. the news. I Absolutely. Like, if I'm going out with the fellas... And there's no cart. Absolutely not wanting to go. Anymore. Did you did you just hijack the cart from the cart girl? Like, get the fuck out. It. Get we the fuck out of here. It. Just push her out. There was no push carts either. They were all out on the course. What, so it was on my back. What you were telling me the story like on Sunday, like when I asked you like how is Ed Sheard? I'm like, I thought for sure you were gonna say you got to the course and turned around and left. I didn't think you were actually gonna walk the whole course. I sincerely thought about it. I shot I shot over I haven't shot over ninety five in three years. I shot hundred and six. Oh, I never throw my clubs. I have great respect for the game of golf and the etiquette. There was about nine times where I just chucked my fucking club <laughs> right into the ground, into the woods. And, of course, they're expensive, so you look like an idiot, and you have to go back and get them. Yeah. Was this, like, at 6 a.m. in the morning? No. It was 10, but I was up at 7 because I had to drive to the city, pick up some buddies, and then drive there. Did you eat before? Yeah, I had Dunkin' Donuts for breakfast. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. So that, that's I, a good part. Yeah, I don't know how your day went wrong. I, <laughs> you're running on Dunkin'. Dude, <laughs> America runs on Dunkin'. Would you, what would be have to be the circumstances for you to walk right now? Uh, like, if I played any nice course, I'd walk it. Augusta. I mean, that's a stretch. Yeah, I would walk Augusta. You can't disrespect the course like that. Um, I'm not like going to lie. Any country club, I would rather take cart, but if they said I could play it, and I, but I have to walk out, just walk. I'm not going to lie. But I, I have to be prepared. Only keep a few amount of balls, no beers in the bag, got to lighten it up. 
got to be you got to be smart. Maybe no head covers. I mean, that's a lot of weight. Yeah. I would think about thoughts. I would think about it, Augusta. I would. I, it wouldn't just. <laughs> it wouldn't just be a for sure. Yes, I'll do it. You're an idiot. I understand. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, uh, I mean, I, I'm right on your side, Br- Brady. Brady, I would come carry your bag for free if it meant for you to play at Augusta. Golf is meant to be enjoyed and yeah. to relax. The only reason I carried my own bag was because I was going out with my dad, and it's a fun, walkable course that just doesn't have carts to begin with. The course is really fun to play. That's the only reason I did it. If I had Usually the, we've played, and the caddies come help us out, and I don't have to pay for the caddy. If I had the mindset that we were going to have to carry them, it would have been 50% less. Yeah. But I woke up that day expecting to go play golf, seven of my very good buddies, and then I was going to an awesome concert that night. I slept like a baby. Didn't go out the night before for the first time in so long. Everything was panning out to be great. And yeah. it was the worst experience I've had in six months. There, like you were like when you were telling the story, I'm like, I can't believe you actually walked. Cause I think I, I said once, I'm like, Oh, let's just walk to the hole. You're like, get the fucking cart. Yeah. <laughs> you like and, looked at me, you're like, get it now. Yeah. I even drive the cart all the way to my car afterwards. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I oh, use yeah. it for all it has to offer. Yeah. Every single time. Oh, got to use the restroom. Well, I'm going to drop my clubs at the car, take it back, you know, take myself. Drive the car to the restroom. Me think about a caddy. You don't get to play and you have to carry the bag. Get your steps in somehow. Yeah, good for the, I, I looked at my watch at the end of the night. I walked 13 and a half miles. That's, That's pretty, pretty good. good. That's pretty good. Congratulations. <laughs> if I wanted to work out, I would work out. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't it make didn't it make Ed Sheeran just all that much better? Yes, we're gonna get to that. Um, first, washed up athlete. Our the first in- inaugural. Yeah. Family to Patrick. Family to me. Um, family this to all is of also us a little tough for Chris. Um, Quinn is playing in a PGA sanctioned event, and he had a hole in one yesterday, and he was. <laughs> He was leading through today, but he had a couple bogeys on his back nine, unfortunately. So he was co-lead. I haven't checked lately, um, so I'm not sure where he is in the rankings right now. But day three tomorrow comes to a close. Do you think he's carrying his bag? No, he's not. He's got a caddy. Thought so. He's caddying. There's no fucking way you can make a hole-in-one while carrying your bag. (laughs) (laughs) Challenge accepted. Yeah. Well, I've never made one, so. I got as close as I've ever gotten the other day, not when I was walking, obviously, and it was <laughs> still five feet. I also just did some math. You took 122 steps per shot, 13,000. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that. You should yeah. be proud of yourself. Yeah, I'm you so said 106, proud. right? Yep. Okay. I just uh, want to make sure my math was right. I just sat down on the tee box for a while. All right. Ooh. No, you did. All yeah, right. I, I, I got but. it. So Quinn is tied for third, five under. Uh, the leaders are six under. So two tied for first, two tied for third. Final day tomorrow. Quinn's the only amateur in the top ten. Huh. Right where you want to be. Right where you want to be. I guess I can Worst ask lead you. in golf. Yep. I can ask you this, too. <laughs> it's hot in here. Yeah, because we can't. We have to turn down the AC so it doesn't make noise while we record. It's too loud. Yeah. Oh, man. Sorry, man. It's all right. I just brought some ice packs or something. How <laughs> awesome does it feel when you're playing around and you're under par? It's pretty crazy. I mean, for me, it's usually like, this isn't going to last long. Yeah. <laughs> I did have my first one around par this year, and I was three under going into 17. Uh-oh. Made bogey on 18. Oh, so two under for the whole round? Yeah. I would it, walk around like I was the coolest person on planet Earth. I was drunk as hell at the <laughs> end of it. 
I teared up a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can picture you just going, I'm not going to cry. Yeah, I might cry. I cried a little bit. I might cry. I cried a little bit. Perfect. That leads me right into, right into my pop culture. I went to go see Ed Sheeran at Soldier's Field on Saturday night, which really, really made up for the awful, awful morning. And I cried twice. And I have absolutely zero shame in saying that. I love that, that you just multiple own it. soldiers fields. Yeah, I always call it soldiers. I don't know why. It sounds. It's like I think it's just like what you say with the Chicago X. Like yeah, going down a soldiers field. Last bad thing I'll say before I get to all the good of the concert. That place fucking sucks. It is the worst. The worst. People offer me free tickets. I just never take them. I just started <laughs> screaming. We got offered I think four Bears games last year. The only really cool part about. The whole stadium and around it is when you get into the tunnel and they could be playing the Atlanta Falcons and everyone just says, fuck Green Bay. <laughs> fuck Green Bay. <laughs> so and that's great. still like a block from the stadium. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're just amped up. Yeah. But um, I cried twice. He broke the attendance record for Soldier Field. Thank and God, dude. I know there's semantics to it. I know you can't be on the field while the Bears are playing, but it was just so funny to think about 140-pound wet Englishman <laughs> setting the fucking attendance record at Soldier Field. It's great. It is uh, in the area where um, I forget what it is, but there's a bunch of Irishmen mm-hmm. in America right now on a work visa. I forget what the the program's called, but that might have to do with it. He's from England, but sure. No, I know, but the Irishman gotta like him. He's a ginger. absolutely. He's a ginger. Yeah, he's from Ireland. Yeah, yeah. Does, <laughs> come on. Does Look he, at him. Does he just not mess around when he's up there? It was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. I've seen J. Cole four times. Yeah, for you to say that the other day, I was like, whoa, he's pretty serious. Yeah. He, he a weird comparison it. between <laughs> J. Cole and Ed Sheeran. my favorite artist of all time. So. Okay, well. Okay. Brady calls him Jermaine when they see each other. Oh, he's my cousin. Good. I made my family tree today. I'm going to send it to you. Perfect. Um, other than that, I watched Jobs, which is about Steve Jobs. Spoilers. Uh... <laughs> He's slightly overrated. He also dies. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Um, he dies in real life. So I don't like to talk about people that are dead. But he, like, all he did was have the vision, which I understand is huge, and he made that happen. But I always thought that he created all of these products that we use. I kind of still think that until he, I was thinking that until he just said that. He doesn't. He just yells at people. He's a dictator. Yeah. Oh, but, so Steve Jobs glorified piece of shit. No, he's probably the greatest businessman ever. Ever? I mean. The BlackBerry dock was good. We have four iPhones in our laps right now. We have an Apple computer right there. I'm yep. sure there's Apple an iPad. There's an Apple watch on my wrist. I'm sure I could go into like the junk, the junk drawer of my parents' house and find the old BlackBerry. I'm con- right. I'm positive. He was I actually pioneer say dude. that he was overrated because I feel like he'd fit in really well here because he just took things and made them a little bit better, which we've <laughs> been trying to do for eleven seasons now. Yeah. <laughs> we're still going and we're gonna get there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean he did whatever he wanted to accomplish, but it's fun knowing like the inside and out of getting that inside look. Yeah, Ashton Kutcher did fucking phenomenal. Well, name something he didn't do phenomenal. He's also he's a Bears fan. True. Stop True. child trafficking. That's still going strong. No, he's gonna do it. He's working on it though. <laughs> yeah. He's working hard. He's working on it. Um, that's all I have. Oh, James, you wanted to talk about Jersey Shore? Yes. <gasps> so 
So, and Chris has entered the episode. So, recently, my cousin was telling me, he's like, yeah, I threw on Jersey Shore the other night. I'm like, dude, I haven't seen Jersey Shore since maybe like high school. I threw it on. That show, when we're all gone one day, there's going to be a vault, and some people are going to find that show, and they're going to study it because it is spectacular. Fantastic. They are all the worst human beings I think I've <laughs> ever seen, but they're so great and just like... Now being older, you realize how fucked up they all were on that show. Paulie D was a great guy. Paulie and Vinny, I do Paulie and Vinny are in a league of their own, just being the funny guys. I let my daughter date Paulie D. That means a lot. Yeah, or you. I'd, I'd let you date him. Thanks, man. Knock yeah. this. Uh, <laughs> That'd be a little it, weird. I'd still let yeah, it. Huh? Yeah, I would. I mean, yeah. he's going to be like 50 <laughs> by the time your daughter's legal. Well, I'm saying at the time. Yeah. Like she's if, 18 when he was 18. It was all... Age appropriate. I'd let you date my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> now that's weird. Yeah. Um, Super weird. I'm but a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell me you used to be a giant piece of yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that hair would slick back nice. I, I, I would love to see you wearing the follow your hairstyle. All right, let's I go through. Let's go through the room, and we all have to tell each other who's who of the show. Out of us four. Yeah. James is Snooky. <laughs> I'll take it. I was going to go with the four guys, but I knew Chris is going to have like a zinger comment. Like he's going to backdoor it. Brez is the situation. For sure. <laughs> Hands down. You're Ronnie. Absolutely. James is Vinny and I'm Pauly D. Yeah. I feel like I'm the guy that manages the store. Danny. You're Danny. 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 No, you're, you're Roger. <laughs> J-Wow's boyfriend? Yeah. The big, the big boy? Yeah. yeah that is yeah. a big boy. Lot of Roger vibes. I mean, he, I'm pretty sure he beat her up. Oh. Yeah, nah. I, don't to, I don't want to be that so guy. So are you right. Gianni? You are you the Gianni then? No, that guy sucks. Is that Snooky's husband? Oh, I know who you are. You're uh, the unit. You're Mike's buddy. There's like Mike's got that buddy that like they like to cause problems together. <laughs> that or the guy who fought Ronnie on the boardwalk. That guy's sweet too. Oh, I think yeah. Ronnie got in a couple fights like on the boardwalk. I'd be any of the per- people Me fighting Me you, Ronnie. you hitting the floor. Like, do you remember like when, when the episode with Snooki got punched in the face? Like, I remember being in seventh grade when that came out and it was just the biggest thing in the world. Can't wait to tell your boys the next day. <laughs> you guys see that shit? The best thing about that the is, face. <laughs> is seeing the stray person who still wears like the bedazzled jeans and Ed Hardy shirts and like the blowouts in their hair. Like there's like five people left in the world that do it. They're oh. almost extinct. And then like I like speaking of like Ed Hardy, there's a family guy episode where like Joe's son gets caught lying and Joe's like, you're wearing an Ed Hardy shirt. That particular line of douchebag didn't come out till after your accident. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was a good Joe, dude. Very Thanks. good. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> that was tremendous. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's just it's just so great and like the I'm like I've kind of just been going through like episodes I remember that were a big deal like the Mike and Ronnie fight how it was hyped up to be this huge fight and Mike knocked himself out. Yeah, yeah. dude, when if you had but a brick wall, you got to give yourself the benefit of the doubt that you would have won the fight. Finding out that he was on 8 Vicodin at the time <laughs> like makes a little bit more sense. <laughs> I he didn't feel that. Doesn't he didn't make feel sense. That. I got knocked out. He shouldn't have felt it. <laughs> he I, he I didn't feel it till going. He didn't feel it till last week. <laughs> I love how too like Vinny's like or Polly goes like Mike got so sick of Ron and Sam's relationship he tried to put his head through a freaking wall. <laughs> <laughs> um, did anybody see Oppenheimer or Barbie? Saw Oppenheimer. How was it? It Saw was good. Bar- it wasn't amazing. It was very good, but it wasn't like the best movie I've ever seen. Yeah, we talked about it. I saw, saw Barbie. Barbie. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I, I enjoyed it, but 
people who are like, it's the best movie of all time. It's definitely not the best movie of all time. Yeah. I just love Killian Murphy. And if he resembles Tommy Shelby at all, I'm in. Yeah. You just see his face. You're like, done. Yeah. Sold. And if I see all the screen grabs of the film itself, and I'm like, okay, so it's the same. Yeah. He, he's got the same face that Tommy Shelby does. He probably has the same demeanor to an extent. Like, so, yes. I'm like in. cigarettes and like an old school hat on. You're yeah, like, boom. And a drug and, problem. Yeah. How like, does sold. he do an American accent? Pretty good. Who? Killian Murphy, Oppenheimer. Uh, He's very good in the movie. Um, That's crazy to me. Very convincing uh, scientist. All right. Yep. I also don't get why Josh Peck got involved in that movie. Dude, there's so many people that are involved in that movie. I had no idea. Josh, I think Josh Peck. Peck has the nuclear codes in real life. <laughs> <laughs> he stole them from Megan. <laughs> I heard that. You got to get out of Hollywood. We'll give you these codes. <laughs> I like looked at the IMDb. There's like so many people. You're like, wait, that guy's in it. Wait, that guy's in it. Dude, like, it's like Barbie and Oppenheimer just took all A-list celebrities and it was like, who wants to guest appear in... Which one? Is, just is, take your choice. Would you say Josh Peck's an A-list celebrity? Uh, just, I, just, I would consider him one. Well, I but just said it. personal preference. I just said it because, you know, there's yeah. a lot of uh, yeah, we got the cameos. Guy. Yes. There's yeah. a lot of cameos in both movies, apparently. He's not an A-list celebrity. Yeah, I don't think he is either. I'm giving him a D. I'm going to say maybe like high C. Drake would, and Josh is one of my favorite shows. Ever. It, I would it's walk a great through show. a mall and not get recognized. You know who you are people. instead of the Jersey Shore? You're crazy Steve. movie <laughs> <laughs> theater. Oh, from iCarly? Cock-a-doodle-doo, the cow says moo. Yeah, what did he... Someone ate his meatloaf or something? No, it was enchilada. Enchilada, yeah. yeah. I'm Gibby from iCarly. <laughs> Just always shirt off a little tubby. Yeah. I like to dance with my shirt off. That was Brady on the course on Sunday. If I have to walk, I'm not wearing a shirt. The marshal drives by, fuck you, I'm not wearing a shirt. I'm not going to cry. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's move on to sports. I think we switch MLB and NFL just so we can uh, ask Chris some questions. Um, so, but we'll first start with a little bit of uh, WM. Uh. Um, the sky stink. Yep, aces. Horrible. They're not good. <laughs> aces seven in a row. What a surprise! Um, I took the liberty to win it all today. I watched their game on Sunday and. Sabrina is going to be the best WNBA player of all time. What is she on your family tree? Oh, my sister. Okay, nice. I only have one sister. Congrats. Well, Lisa Leslie. She could probably be my grandma. She's the matriarch. Yeah, Yeah. she's the matriarch. She She started it all. She keeps everyone together on the family tree. The best backyard basketball player of all, literally, or what was it called? Yeah, backyard basketball. Backyard basketball, Yeah. 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 Best. Her and T-Mac. Better, better than Marky Dubois. Marky Dubois was <laughs> he's very good off the bench. Um, she also has Brianna Stewart on her team, who won the MVP last year. Probably will win it again this What year. was the value on that? The liberty to win it all? Uh, I can't I mean, remember at the moment. Yeah. Because I got to imagine that it's aces like minus 130, and then the rest of the WNBA is... I think it was plus 500. That makes sense. But they're going to win it all. Like, the Aces are going to be that team that just goes off. Like, um, try, let me try and find a comp and say, like, a, a USC finally runs into a uh, Big Ten team. Sure. I think that's how I'm going to portray it. So, like, yeah. a USC running into an Ohio State. Sure. Okay. I mean, I think it's the Aces season to lose by I, far. I, Don't they still only have listen, two losses? Yes. I understand how Maybe good three. they are. 
But Sabrina, like I said, is the best WNBA player I've ever seen play. And yeah. there's nothing she can't do. And then Brianna Stewart won the MVP last year. Like, I don't really care who you have. Yeah. I mean, it'll be good. It'll be, be good down the road. But, I mean, it's going to be Aces versus Liberty for the foreseeable future. So, I, I got to imagine that the Liberty can squeak one of the championships away in the next three years. Or else it's going to be Aces winning four in a row. 2023. I'm in. All right, cool. And Sabrina's just so cool, too. Yeah, she is cool. Um, all right, let's do a little... Uh... 431! Hot! Hot! All right, so, so first off, football's 100% around the corner. It's right here. We can taste it. First um, off. Oh, yeah, Bears Super Bowl. Thank you. Yeah, ESPN's really sucking Justin Fields' dick uh, all out of nowhere, and it's thanks to you guys. <laughs> we created a movement. <laughs> we, we created a movement. Yeah. That was the greatest thing anybody's ever said to me in my entire life. <laughs> Justin Fields DM me said, your buddy Brady is one hell of a guy. I, I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I... Um, I've been doing just a ridiculous amount of mock drafts when oh my I get God, too high have. at home. And uh, I accidentally, well, not accidentally, I purposefully joined a league that was going to be drafting that night. It was for $15, and I did it, um, which brought me to... You're in a random league for $15? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, winner take all, 120 bones. Come on. Oh, Come yeah. on. Do you have to pay before? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so it's sweet. Um, everything's full. What? Sleeper? Yeah, on Sleeper. Um, and there's like a whole um, like forum of leagues that you can just join. And then they have like a safe. Um, I think it's league safe where you can just like send the money to whoever's running the league. But this brought me to, so Chris is the commissioner of one of our leagues. And um, it's a dirty job. It's not easy. But somebody's got to do it. The absolute There's worst. so much controversy. <laughs> Everyone thinks I'm out to get them. And, and everyone thinks I'm cheating. Chris, you had two. And I'm out. I'm doing both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, had, you, you had two years in a row, too, of dealing with COVID and then the whole DeMar Hamlet episode last year. Oh, yeah. Me and James were facing off in the oh, championship. Fucker. And he had Joe Burrow playing in the championship, and that game got canceled because <laughs> DeMar had, Hamlin had a grabber. Thank God he's okay. Yes. Yeah, but so Chris is the reigning champion, also the commissioner, <sighs> so he's drastically on the hot seat this year. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I can't win this year. I might just tank. <laughs> I might tank for draft. Picks. I would love to hear Justin you sing the Tucker Nash. fifty dollars. <laughs> fifty. Uh, we were actually talking about that the other day. Nothing better when we first did the auction league in your garage downstairs, and yeah. you just Devontae Adams fifty. Yeah, I was getting pissed dude. with a straight face. Just goes 50. when no one understood. Everyone kept going up by one dollar yeah. increments because it was the first year. So it'd be like Devontae Adams one dollar. Two dollars, <laughs> three dollars. Oh, yeah. And then Pat's Dude. like, "Are you guys so dumb? Fifty dollars." <laughs> yeah. we, 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 me and Pat were talking about that. Like the first year we did it, it was almost eight hours. I think it took us to do it. Yeah, we're we're running a tight ship now. Oh, now we yeah. do it in like two and a half, three. So for those who haven't done an auction draft, um, it's a shit ton of fun. And unlike a snake, you can go after anybody you want. Like, if you have the 10th pick in a snake draft, there's no chance you're getting Justin Jefferson. Or Fields. Or Yeah, you're getting Fields. You're getting, you're getting Fields at 10. <laughs> Fields and Lamar Jackson at 10 and 11. Not if I'm in the league. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going, sorry. Um, so an auction league is really fun. You're technically in it on every team. Your cap is at $200, so you just buy these 
these players to join your team, and it's a shit ton of fun. But like James said, it takes so much longer. Do you guys have a cap? Yeah, so two hundred dollars for the whole team, but you need to have one dollar left in order to buy your full team. So your max bid on your first player is like one hundred and seventy-three dollars. Okay, I that's awesome. It, it's a, it's, a, chaos. it's, it's it a great chaos. It's so much. Fun. It's it's just so much yelling over each other and the amount of times. Like this year, I might just bring like a bottle of vodka and take a shot every time Chris yells, shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, this will be great oh. after you saying that you might tank this year. You can just be such a piece of shit. <laughs> Start dropping people's players. Everybody who's yeah. at like $26 for a player that you don't even want, you got five wide receivers, 27 yeah. <laughs> And when you're doing the auction, I'm counting down from three every time. And people are like, you're counting faster when I'm bidding. (laughs) No, I'm not. Oh, yeah, that was my other question. Did it outweigh the collusion talk winning? I I haven't heard anything in the streams, but... Oh, really? There could be stuff going on. Usually when the commissioner wins, there's 11 other people freaking out. There was instant collusion. I I, I was just pissed that... There was nobody happy I got screwed. Yeah. Tamar Hamlin screwed me. I mean, you did need like 75 points out of Joe Hey, Burrow. Joe Burrow would have freaking got it. Okay, well, I didn't yeah, know it was that Chris, much. Chris smoked him. Smoked him. I'm, just still, gonna, I'm just still going to blame Tamar Hamlin. Well, because Chris got Christian McCaffrey on like a bullshit waiver trade like right before the trade. Deadline. This is what I'm talking about. It was a trade with two parties involved, <laughs> and both parties agreed. What time was the trade made? I'd have to look it up. <laughs> I don't remember. Two like forty-five. Yeah, <laughs> two forty-five a.m. And I got Jalen Hurts late in the season. That was pretty sweet too. Oh, dude, we were, I was just listening to our NFL preview from last year. I'm fucking screaming at James. Jalen Hurts sucks. The Eagles are gonna be fucking terrible. <laughs> I remember you getting mad. <laughs> um, other news in the NFL: Sammy D, quarterback one. I don't know. <laughs> I saw that. When Brez said that there, I just started dying laughing. I think I said to like Mark Chardona, who's there actually about Sam Darnold. He goes, Sam Darnold sucks. I'm like, don't you say that to Brady. Well, he can say it to me. He's just wrong. It sounds <laughs> so silly. Uh, but on the, uh, so we have in the auction league, I, I don't want to take too much credit away from Sam Darnold. But, That's okay. Um, he technically doesn't have a job yet um, as a starter. No, like, he doesn't. No. Um Somebody in our league who technically doesn't have a spot but still does, this one player just doesn't ever reach out, and I'm wondering how Chris is going to handle it this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mick if you're listening. is something. He used to be my roommate. Very nice guy. Didn't know the tempo to the national anthem, which if you come in last place, you have to sing the national anthem. And he was singing it at God no. bless America tempo. Yeah. Just completely off. No, he's like, <laughs> Jose, can you see? Like, he, like, just did not By know. the dawn's early life. Is there a video? Someone's got to have <laughs> it. Sounds like you need it. a replacement. And he never is in the chat. Never. When the guys are all wound up, he's yeah. never chirping in. And you just got to have everyone involved. Everyone participate. Do you need a guy? It's a lot more fun. That's the thing. To be decided. <laughs> to be, to decided. be decided. All right, then I'm out. I, Chris, my favorite, Brady, the best, the funniest thing that Chris does to me on draft day is like when we get to defenses at the end, I'll say like the Niners or the Chargers and Chris right away makes sure he, he gets one of them. Oh, I, think, yeah. I think I took three quarterbacks. <laughs> I, 
guys just screwing James out of quarterbacks. Like towards the end, that's how you know we're almost done when like I'll be like, oh, 49ers defense, like three dollars. Chris is like five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Usually it's one dollar and I go five. The bosses are yours. <laughs> oh yeah, that's exactly it. I think, oh yeah, I took 49ers defense and the Chargers defense so that James couldn't have either of them. <laughs> I, I'm for sure out. Never mind. No, no, let's that, just pretend I'm very like spiteful with and my then too, like I had another like Ohio State like rookie one year. I like, I think it might have been Garrett Wilson and, and last year and I was like, Garrett Wilson, you're like, nope. You're like, I'm getting up. That's why fantasy football is so fucking crazy. James will take four fucking Ohio State rookies in the first four rounds. Chris doesn't even know what a uh, fucking 22 scheme is and they're both in the fucking championship. I run a 22 scheme every day of my life. <laughs> I have no idea what it means. <laughs> I don't think that's Mitch is the only person that does. No, I'm not taking away from either of you. I'm just saying James will draft Chris Olave in the first round just based on the fact that he likes him. You'll draft two defenses based on the fact that James likes them. I'm dra- and then I'm you're both in the Bedard. fucking championship. Conor Bedard's going to be on my team this year. <laughs> We're going to get to him. <laughs> oh, boy. And I, and I forget to draft the good players. And wind up with a team full of average. I swear oh, yeah. You, last was, year, you just didn't get anybody. Nope. I just had, like, you, solid depth. And I was like, you guys need depth. I think you're missing that. Was, anybody want to trade? Was it a rebuilding year for you last year after a championship <laughs> year? Yeah, dude. I had, to, I had to pump the brakes. I didn't want to go on a dynasty run too early. Because That's then, true. Yeah. You don't want to blow your load. And some people think that I'm just, like, terrible at fantasy. And I was like, I just had a rough night the boy, night before our draft. Oh, there's Tommy Shelby talking. You, you meet a girl out say you're single at the time he's like what's going on in your life i'm rebuilding my fantasy team right now it's like you know hard times don't last we're in a rebuild um there were speaking of fantasy speaking of the nfl there were some injuries that will affect fantasy may or may not depends on how big of kahunas that you have um joe burrow scared the frig out of all of us i'm not blaming him the whole world i'm just saying um i guess he had a, a calf sleeve on Weeks before, so something was going on with his calf. Zach Taylor, that's his name, right? Their head coach? Yeah. Zach Taylor, yeah. Yeah. He is not 100% that he'll start week one, but initially it was like ACL, Achilles, he's out for the year. So he's not out for the year, which is good. And him missing the preseason training camp hasn't hurt him in the past. His rookie year, I think, was COVID. His second year was his ACL. And then the third year, he was uh, recovering from appendicitis. So I don't think he's had a preseason yet. Joe Burrow? Yeah. No, it, the COVID and his ACL were all in the same year. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. Just fact checking. Like I, trust I, always James. Do. I trust James. That's okay. I understand. $50. 51 <laughs> um, I, I would still take him. Um, Jalen Ramsey out until mid-December. That, that hurts. And what I, team is he on? Dolphins. I had that's no idea. That's what I thought. I had no idea until he got hurt. So um, that's why they got Eli Apple. Yeah. I got you. And then, that's I mean, sense. a healthy Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard, that would have been lethal. Right. And like you said, that Jalen hurts. Ramsey's washed. Okay. Um, uh James, Like you said, that hurts. And it's like, oh, yeah, obviously it hurts. But, and I said the same thing. But you think about it and then you look at the schedule, and that's 13 games mid December. Is thirteen games, yeah, and, and and you're in a stacked AFC East, right? Yeah. And he's the best cornerback in the league. Is he though? Who's better? Uh, I'll take the guy on Denver. That's Sertan, Patrick Sertan. Yeah, he's a safety. I think he's a corner. Sauce Gardner. Sauce. Yeah, I'd take Sauce over him. He's not a safety. I'm sorry, I, I misspoke. But I would still. You're thinking of Justin Ryan. Simmons? I think Jalen yeah. Johnson. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Eddie <laughs> Eddie Jackson. Oh no, he's a safety. That's a safety. 
Come on. I Jim. wouldn't take Brian Urlacher. <laughs> I would take Brian Urlacher at safety over Eddie Jackson, but breakout year for Eddie. Um, <laughs> His breakout year was 18. <laughs> yeah. And then Cliff bought his jersey. <laughs> yeah, it did. Sad news. Our boy Charbonnet, the UCLA r- rookie running back, he's out indefinitely. That's such bullshit. Weren't dude. you guys just talking about it last week? Yep. Yeah, that's why it's bullshit, dude. Everything I like just turns to shit right away. I said I was like Eddie Jackson. Eddie Jackson, Zach Charbonnet, and like <laughs> every guy that I like sneakily like in the draft, like a video comes out that they're gonna have like the best year ever. I was like, ah, I saw news about Calvin Ridley not going to be able to come back after taking a whole year off. Um, and then the video comes up about him just dusting Zay Jones in a warm-up drill. And everyone's so like, he's going to be the best receiver in Jacksonville. It, it looks like it's a fake video almost. Yeah. For sure. But like, like up. every idea I have just gets pumbled back into the ground. And he's number zero, too. I was thinking about that right on the way here. I was like, you know what? I'm always trying to find, like, reinvent the wheel every year. I'm going back to taking the players that are the best at the time. Right. And well, I've yeah, done that. We're also going to try to reinvent the wheel. Oh, when we when I get like, there. Yeah, Zay Flowers, like, this. I'm convinced he's going to be a superstar yeah, this year. Yeah, see? Like, dude, same. And he's going to suck. Yeah, I'm going to take. I mean, people are saying, like, Rashad Bateman's going to be the leading wide receiver on the Ravens. I was like, no. Like, I don't see that happening at all. You got Zay Flowers, Odell, and Rashad Bateman's going to be the guy? Whatever. I'm out. Well, he probably will be the guy because he was one of my sleeper guys last year, and he played like six games. Yeah, and we, we ride Mark and we, Andrews, too. And we ride with our guys. Absolutely. Duh. Um, any other NFL <laughs> That's talk? That's my fun. I apologize. Yeah, Chase Louise, dude. Any other NFL talk from Bears Super Bowl. <clears throat> Bears Super Bowl for sure. Uh, video surfaced today of Justin Fields throwing a long ball in scrimmage. Um, it was underthrown, but there was a hell of a lot of wind going against him. So yes. it was a perfectly thrown ball that Mother Nature wanted to test the wide receiver on. Um, so good job on the wide receiver's part of tracking Mother Nature's gusto. I understand that I'm very biased towards Justin Fields, but... 2,950 yards as his under over is a fucking joke. Like, this guy, all he did was throw in college. You just, you don't just forget that. Are you going to put a lot of money on that? Yes. How much money? How many units? Yeah, units. Go five. Units. Five units? Yeah. Yeah. That's five grand for Brady. I'll match. Okay. Oh. Chris, what's your, <laughs> Chris, what's your, what's your mindset going into fantasy season right now? Where you at with it? Rebuilding or uh, dynasty? I kind of want to finish middle of the pack this year. <laughs> Just no one thinks I'm doing either. No collusion, no tanking. So it did get to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. hard enough for it, too. <laughs> I don't know. I might just put $100 on someone. Like, oh, did I say 100 I meant 70 <laughs> Niners D, 100 Shit. No, it's going to be a good player, James. Okay. Chris, you should you should just blow your load Right away. Like, first two first players. First three players. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's your whole team. Figure it out from there. That's Jeff- why Jefferson McCaffrey and someone else. And Jamar Chase. And all Jamar for Chase. $60, and you have $1 left for the rest of your team. <laughs> Wait, so how do you guys go about it? Top-ranked player first? No, so... Sometimes uh, it's strategic. Because, yeah. like, we know each other. So, I'll, I'll always throw out Bears players, because I know Pat Catland's going to overbid for them. So we all sit around. You took your a couple years ago. Yeah, you take, take turns biscuit. auctioning off so a player. Same thing as Calcutta. Right. So that's awesome. yeah, 
So that's exactly what it's it is. So fun. It's a yeah, Brady. It's real. Even if you don't get, if you don't do the league, you should just come for the draft because it is really fucking that fun. Sounds awesome. Counterfall sits there the whole time. And I just was laughs. sticker bitch for my buddies from high schools. Uh, draft last year, and I don't think they're going to invite me back because I just make fun of everybody's pick. The whole time. <laughs> That's what we do. Essentially, I, like, I'll get really close to the board. And I'm like, you sure about this? Like, <laughs> you sure about that? Yeah. <laughs> last year was the, last year after our draft, and Cliff just like sat there. Everyone's kind of talking about their teams already getting into trades. And Cliff just goes, "I hate my team." Every year, yeah, so <laughs> I, I hate, hate my, my team so much. Every year, dude, and I still made the playoffs. He literally said that about the Calcutta before we even started. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I say it Good about times from the Calcutta. Well, I just love trades, dude. I hate being stagnant with the same guys, but then I run into the problem of if I trade this guy away before the season starts, he's going to have a great year. CD Lamb at Cooper Cup. CD's nuts, James. The second. That the standings fixed like the next week. I'm sending hundreds of trades. <laughs> yeah. Every, every, <laughs> and they are good. so yeah. bad. There's so Pat many bad ones. Loves that, and I'm so fucking OCD that I want my team to stay the exact. I same. never do trades. Really, I keep it together. I know because yeah, you're a coward. I know, and it 100%, does. percent But it I, does, it I does went to the suck. championship last and year and lost it. Fuck. By seventy. Does, does Jalen hurts? <laughs> Do you think Jalen Hurts is? It wasn't seventy. It was like fifty. It was seventy points. Do you still have it? Uh, I still have a championship. Yes, I do, James. Yeah, it's his screensaver. You would have. It would have <laughs> been. It would have been fifty. If, if I ever meet Tamar Hamlin, I'm just gonna look at him and be like, "Why are you the way that you are? Why yeah, did you have I, a heart I don't think you should do that. Yeah, yeah you no, let's delete that, it. Yes. Delete it. Brady, did you see that uh, Jalen Hurts's? Um, Background on his phone is actually him walking off on the Super Bowl loss. Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, but James, I have a motivating background on my phone as well. <laughs> it's you as an old. Bird. That's um, and, and on the way here, I was thinking about Jaylen their <laughs> defensive line, just their interior linemen. Yeah, like they're going to be my the favorite that I take this year for sure. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking back at it. Uh, the slimy frog, who is Chris. Beat Hank Mardukas, who is James, 140.2 to 91.8. So not 75. 50-burger. 50 50-burger. 50 Basically 75. Basically 75. Just kidding. Sorry. I round up to 75. Uh, burgers. You guys don't have any on the socks. Oh, no. No, we a, don't. That was a ricochet nice. shot. I'm sorry. Yeah, you, you guys aren't even going to make the playoffs and you're buyers. I mean, I hate the White Sox. I just had to hey, 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 hey. I we'll hate the White Sox. We're getting into some baseball now. It's way <laughs> too early. Sorry, football. Way too early projections. I got three teams. If it's not the Bears, it's the 49ers. If it's not the 49ers, it's the Eagles, and I'm sticking to that Holy the rest sh- of the I fucking I fucking year. hate this, dude. That's. I know you were on the 49ers. I'm Bears, Eagles, 49ers in that order. All right, I'll stay off the Eagles for you. That's close team. That. I'm oh, not going to do that. You're afraid I'll to move the line? Yeah, I... Unfortunately, probably would. Do you want me to stay off the 49ers for no. you? You win. I'm a loser. No. Did you not just see the Zach Charbonnet and the Calvin Ridley? But you're a quantity loser. That's why. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's too much quantity. My, I don't even. I bet half as much as you do, and I lose more than you. <laughs> that was so you're, disrespectful, you're dude. I was giving you, you a compliment. You tried to make it a compliment, but you just said, dude, you lose so much. No, That's the problem. No, no, I didn't. I You win, but then you bet too much. <laughs> you, I lose the quality ones. You lose the quantity, dude. Well, they're not quality either on my side. Yeah. I just hammer shit. Hammerhead shark. Right. So much more dangerous than Piranha. It's not my fault that you tell me that you have 25 plays on a Sunday. You're right. You're right. 
You're right. I didn't mean for it to be disrespectful. It's okay. It's Pat's right. folder is really diverse, <laughs> but they're all losers in every sport. I already <laughs> made him. I already made him mad, so I might as well make him even more mad. I'm gonna go to the bathroom real quick. You guys keep talking. This is a classic Brady move, dude. <laughs> You're a quality loser. Hey, leave the door open so we can hear you. So, um, something just came out. Lonzo Ball will never play basketball again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is that a joke? Yeah, it's a it's big joke. It's just any time Brady like It's some, probably true. Any time that Brady says something, the clip doesn't agree with Cliff, we'll just blow his phone. Oh, Lonzo Ball's still not playing. Brady just gets so bad. Um, all right, Chris, uh, so your strategy is to middle of the pack, maybe run into a couple? I mean, I'm going to try to win again, but I usually tell myself I'm going to get one good player and then try to get depth. And then I usually get a player I don't want for a lot of money. Like I got George Kittle last year, yeah. who ended up being pretty good. But yeah, it's either Travis Kelsey or it's nobody. Nobody. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna try to probably get Tyree Kill again. <laughs> he was very good last <laughs> he year. He was very good. He was ridiculous. Everybody thought with a lefty slinging that ball, he's not gonna be able to catch it. I mean, he's a great he receiver. Two is so bad. <laughs> It's it. What's the yeah? It's the narrator from Rest of Development. He was good. He was good. Uh, so, what <laughs> other problems do you run into? I mean, we we hammered down a draft day. That's usually the most difficult part for a league. What else do you run into with commissioner problems? Uh, people texting me and calling me at like two in the morning. Like, did you approve this trade? Can you approve this trade now, so I can set my line? Now, it's like, dude, I'll do it in the morning. Now, what percentage is, is Matt Bresnahan a part of that? Well, Matt Bresnahan is just texting me every day, trades and articles to try to throw me off the scent of who's actually good and not. Dude, it's so funny when Throw he gets involved. He's he like, said, this is mutually beneficial. He says that every trade. Like, he'll be like, this is going to benefit like this. is going to benefit that, that. I'm like, no, it's not, Brez. I'm like, you just know how to get everybody. Oh, and, and back to Mick. Mick sends the worst counter trades ever. You send him something that's reasonable where you, I'm probably winning the trade by a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's nothing crazy. And then he sends back something that's just completely ridiculous. Like, I don't know, three Bears offensive linemen for Justin Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> And, and he like, tosses in Young Way Koo. And he's like, he's like, dude, you <laughs> need a kicker, zins. bro. Like, you need a kicker. Young Way Koo was taking Zins the other day from fans. He will for sure be on my team. That's the <laughs> only reason I just brought up his name right now. <laughs> That's the only reason you pronounced it right. Yes, but go I need to go back money. to something before I, before I went to the washroom. I said something so minuscule mean. You're right. And you came for the heartstrings. Yeah, but then you left. <laughs> That's fair. You walked I, out. I do on need the to argument. pay for leaving. Yeah. Um, my fantasy strategy this year is to not reinvent the wheel, like I said before. Yeah. Mine's to just have fun. <laughs> That's mine too. Have fun. Um, all right. We don't have a button for hockey, but that was a slap shot. Nice, good finger. That's off the. That's off the crossbar. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 You heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I caught that one. Yeah. Um, how horned up have you been since uh, we got the first pick overall? Not even that we drafted Connor Bedard. I've been wearing steel underwear to hide my <laughs> erection. <laughs> Jesse, well. You had like, like because you were at the Blink-182 concert and then they got Bedard, or they got the first pick a couple days later. Like, you were just on a high. I was having a very good week. At, yeah. Like, I'm at work. Chris, like, walks in. I can tell he's, like, a little hungover, but he's just smiling ear to ear. I'm like, you all right? He's like, I just can't stop smiling. I had the best, <laughs> I had the best night ever. He's like, <laughs> he's like, we have a darn best night ever. Just can't stop smiling. Split pea soup. 
Ew. I need a bowl of soup. Sorry, I need a bowl of soup to calm me down. (laughs) Warm me up. Yeah. Tuck me in. A bowl of hot milk and a bowl of hot split (laughs) piece. Oh, God. That'll settle my tummy and put me (laughs) right You're like a little cat when you're hungover. (laughs) (laughs) Cat and a frog at the same time. It's not the frog man. He's the cat man now. What are your realistic expectations for him? Connor Bedard? Yeah. Like 75 goals and like 195 assists. I'm honestly like. No, probably like 100 points. Probably like, 40 goals, 66. 60 assists. I'm not as much of a hockey mind as you, but I do love the oh, NHL. What, really? <laughs> I don't ever want to have Are you, you serious? I, I don't ever want to have you back on again. Um, <laughs> but you I, have all the hockey insight you need. But just watching the highlights of this kid, it's like. Is it just because they made a highlight tape of him, or is he really this fucking good? I mean, do you have a highlight tape? No. Do I have a... I mean, he's that good. People with sick highlight tapes are that good. Listen, I agree with you. Stop getting defensive. I'm not defensive. Yes, you are. Well, I'm defending my guy, Connor Bedard. We used to ride with our guys. <laughs> <laughs> and you're asking if he's that good, but and I'm telling you he's that good. Honestly, how much How much does he weigh? As much as Ed Sheeran. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 174. Maybe? He's got That's quads, and, though. He's, well, he's, he's, he's also, a quadzilla. He's also <laughs> he eight, freshly turned 18. So, people are saying he's short. I grew like four inches in college after I was 18. I certainly put on weight. <laughs> That's a fact. I'm sure you guys will be on the same regimen. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Lou Malnati. He's going to be very good. I agree with you. I just His wanted to hear you say like he's it. made out of rubber. I know. I don't understand it. And doesn't he use like a non-flex stick or he uses an extra flex? It's like normal flex, but it's extra long. Right. So there's something about his stick that they were talking about that doesn't make sense how he still does what he does with it. It's, he's incredible. He, he, bought, he bought his hockey bag to Hawaii. That's so cool. I would. Taylor Hall edition. You like it? Yeah. Something well, good to play with him because the, the rest guy? of our team is dog shit. Who's the other guy? Do you like Corey the other Perry. draft pick? Corey too? Perry. Corey Perry sucks. I hate him with all my guts. I don't care if he's a hawk. I hope he runs into the boards. And can't one. play again. Stubs his toe every day. Yeah, stubs his toe every day, James. Or one million dollars. Who uh yep. the they had two first round draft picks, correct? Yep. Do you like the other guy? Oliver Moore? Yes. Fantastic hockey player. Very, 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 very fast. What year are we gonna be good again? Um probably three years playoffs, five years. Cup. Boom. Six-year cup. <laughs> no, six-year Conor Bedard, like, breaks his arm. We have a bad year. Get a great draft pick. Get another guy. Cup, 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 cup. Seven cups. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes, and, dude! And Kane's going to unretire and come back for, like, one last one. Hell yeah. He's last been working dance, out for fifty. He's going to be 50. <laughs> dude, bring back Coach Q. Nah. Taze. Nah, I don't think he's ever. Yeah, I think he's ever. No, come on, guys. Come on. Come on. I was in on it. Keep up with it. I was in on it. Zebra, come on. Actually, yeah, bring him back. Why not? Not the culture. Not the culture. Just him. Just the the vibes. Not the burying. Just the mustache. Not the burying the evidence stuff. Nope, just the mustache. We're going to have the science by then to bring back Rocky Words. Yeah. He saved hockey. Yes. RIP to that guy. RIP to him. Legend. He let Chicagoans watch home games on TV. Yeah. As his dad did not, because it was unfair to season ticket holders. Yeah. I wonder. That's insane. That's who's going to save the Cubs? Cody and let Bellinger. their fans. Jerry Reinsdorf. And let their He's fans gonna buy the fucking pro- watch home games on TV. Cody Bellinger. He's going to own the team? Yes, he's going to buy the team. I kind of don't hate that. 
What if Jerry Reinsdorf sells the Bulls and then buys the Cubs? Uh, no, no, Brady and I wouldn't let that happen. The, the rumor is that they're selling the White Sox, keeping the Bulls, which is my worst fucking nightmare ever. <laughs> yes, that's... Sox are going to move to Nashville. I said Oakland. <laughs> oh, that would be hilarious. All right, sorry, sorry, sorry. I just never watch baseball ever. Pat's <laughs> 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 growling. Since we have you here... <laughs> this is so fucked up. Since we have you here... How- NHL predictions for next year. Anything that the common fan wouldn't know that you know. Uh, the Devils are going to be sick. Yeah. The Devils are going to be very good. Uh, I think Avalanche have a bounce back year. Healthy. Think, is it hard to bounce back after just being really, really good, just not getting to where you need to be? They got swept in the first round True. by Seattle. Super True. unhealthy, though. I mean, well, a lot that's, of that, well, that, yeah, that's part of the, part of the bounce back. Yeah. <laughs> They're best guys. Rebuilding years. What I was saying. Um, who else is going to be good? Tampa? Boston. Boston is not going to be nearly as good. As Hell yeah! Sure. Fuck Boston. I think they have a big drop off after Fuck that. The Bruins. I, I think their goalies played way better than they were last year, and they their number one center just retired. Brad Marchand's getting old. I hate him. Big nose, bigger than mine. I have a pretty big schnoz myself. Yeah, but, but he's an asshole. So am I. Oh, you're a good guy. Yeah. Right. Well. Lonzo Balls is not playing still, so. Oh what? Oh. This ricochet. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I give a compliment, <laughs> and then I get destroyed. That was, yeah, that was a necessary. I told you I was an asshole, like, the <laughs> sentence before. No, Brady tried to I give me the benefit you to start believing in yourself. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I really don't give a fuck. Every time. See, I, now. I hope he plays, but. I don't, I don't I care. Hope. Just let's pretend that I didn't ask the question. Okay. I'm sorry about Lonzo. That's okay. If there's something you could do, you could do it. You would do it, right? Yeah. If I could if I could <laughs> heal him, I would. All right. Me too. All right. A couple big things on the trade deadline. It was mostly anticlimactic, to be completely honest. Yeah. Biggest name would be Scherzer. And Verlander, probably. Um, right. So five years ago, this would have been a fucking crazy. Right. Oh, so father time, always on the father time and father time's stepbrother. Um, so Max Scherzer goes from the Mets to the Rangers. Verlander goes back to the Astros off of the Mets. Man, the Mets just can't get it right. Yeah, I don't know. They are going right back into a rebuild. I mean, it's just the White Sox of New York. Yeah, they're worse than the White Sox. But they're, they're actually spending money and doing for it sure, for sure. So much money. Seventeen million is their payroll. So much money. The White Sox only pay catchers. <laughs> yeah, and we pay them a lot of money. I love that. Yes. And it's not like the and Mets we are bat young. All of them. You know, it's bad having three managers in four years while you're supposed to be contending. <laughs> that and doesn't make. We're any gonna sense. get to them very shortly. Sorry, but sorry for skipping. No, that's okay. You don't. guys didn't send me the notes. <laughs> How am I supposed to know where we're going from here? You don't have an email. Uh, <laughs> You got to send it to him like Harry Potter with an owl. What the fuck was I? What the fuck was I just gonna say? Scherzer, the oh, Mets. The Mets. Um, How bad they are. It's not like they're young either. No, it's like no. Lindor's got a couple more years. You're gonna build around Lindor. You're gonna build around Alonzo. No, he's always hurt. Right. And he kind of stinks, doesn't? He? Isn't he batting like two twenty? He yeah, started. Off, like, he started off on fire, and then he got hurt, and he has not been the same. That's the crazy part about it, though. Like he's valuable to their team. Of course, batting 220 isn't good, but if he was in, like, the 260 range, he would have been a fucking all-star. You guys know who you're describing right now? Every player on the Sox? Nope. Just Jose Abreu. Yep. Yeah. Pete Alonso's turning into Jose Abreu. 
Yeah, pretty much. He's going to be stuck there forever, and then he's going to go to a team. He's going to go to the Dodgers in three years. Pete yeah. Alonso? Yeah. Yeah, and be like a DH and just fucking win World How did the Dodgers have the second best prospect pool in baseball? They have a, yeah, they, because they just signed guys. They don't trade for anybody. Oh, uh, that makes sense. They sign guys and trade. They just trade trade rentals. Yeah. Yeah. Got you. Okay. Um, So White Sox pitching that we said goodbye to. Lucas Giolito goes to the Angels. Lance Lynn, Joe Kelly go to the Dodgers. Um, Reunion for Joe Kelly. Um, Lance Lynn's not going to have a body for L.A., but um, I don't know what they saw in him that they were like, yep, this is going to help. Unfortunately, rooting for Giolito with the Angels. Oh, one hundred percent soft spot for them. Like I know you are. Lance Lynn gets to wear white again. He was wearing a lot of black on the south side. It's, oh yeah, it's not good in the sun for big big boys. Big yeah. boys. Was that was that the big problem? You think? Uh, I don't think him being fat was a problem. I think that he's just not as good as we paid him for. And the pitch clock. And Dane Dunning is way better than he is. If we <laughs> yeah, Dane Dunning. We had one. Rex Rex. Yeah. Um, we also just got rid of Middleton to the Yankees and um, Graveman. Graveman back to the Astros. So, I mean, we don't have anybody to throw the ball, and we didn't get rid of any of the guys who can't hit the ball. And so. we didn't get anyone who can do either. Yeah, so um, now it's going to be even funnier when we win the division, but <laughs> I just don't get what we did. It's funny, dude. Still, still going to win the division? <laughs> yeah, dude. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Get rid of everybody, then. Yeah, I don't care. Bring up. I, I don't understand. Most of the time when I don't understand and I say I don't understand is because I'm building up too much. It's like, bring up the guys that we think are these top prospects. Just bring them up. Who cares? Well, we have to Did now. you get anything of substance for Giolito or Lance Lynn? Who did we trade today? We got someone decent for Burger. Yeah. That was um, like the best thing we got is the guy for Burger. Ed, Ed a pitching Edder. prospect. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jake Burger. <laughs> um, Love a big boy who can hit. Second baseman. Big boy grilling on the roof. <laughs> big boy <laughs> grilling on the roof. Hey. Yeah. That um, video's amazing. So, yeah, Kenyon Middleton gone. Jake Burger gone. Um, we got um, Juan Corella. From the Yankees for Middleton. Um, and then, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Jake Etter for Jake Berger. So uh, take a Jake, give a Jake. It's like leave a penny, take a penny at 7-Eleven. Jake from State Farm. Khakis. Yep. And then <laughs> um, apparently we gave cash considerations to the Rays um, for Luis Patino. So um, I've been hearing great things about Luis, Pat- Luis Patino. Um, <laughs> add two Luises to the same roster, and you're going to lose us a couple games. Trading with the Rays is like trading with the uh, Patriots. We it's traded like, Jake Diekman to him earlier this year, and he's like the best reliever in baseball now. He throws 1,000 miles an hour. And lefties who can throw from like real high up, yeah. real stretch it out. Like it's, always scary. it's always scarier. And he has like a short Chris, step to Chris it. Chris sucks sense. balls. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Chris Sale sucks balls. Corey Lee was who we got for Graveman. Don't who? know much about Corey Lee. Um, number right. five prospect in the Houston organization. So at least it's something. At least we'll ruin him. Uh, he's another catcher. So, oh, um, well, we don't have enough. <laughs> uh, 30% of our games, we had two catchers in the lineup this year. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, right, we'll circle back to the White Sox. Yep. Jordan Montgomery, Cardinals to Rangers. Jordan Hicks, Cardinals to the Blue Jays. 
Jordan Hicks throws a thousand miles an hour. He just can't stay healthy. Montgomery is a guy who just never panned out. I think he started with the Yankees. Trash organization. Yeah. Guy who cups guys. Aaron Saval, Guardians to raise. I think he had one big year with the Guardians, the year that like him, Bieber, Carrasco, and all those guys had big years. Um, Speaking of Bert, uh, Bieber, a lot of rumors about him getting dished, and those were kicked right in the butt. Yeah. Immediately. He's so consistent, dude. It's insane. Um, and then we already talked about Verlander and Berger, so that just leaves High Mare Candelario, the Nationals to the Cubs. And most people would be like, oh, Brady. Best you, player ever. You like that move. He has been an absolute thorn in my side, betting-wise. And you're like, oh, well, why are you betting on Jaime Candelario? I have a problem, you see? So <laughs> you see? He's plus 1,400 hit a home run all oh my God. time. Randall. <laughs> yeah. That. At least you guys shipped Rodon. Um, when he was with the Tigers, he started with the Tigers, and I'd bet on him to hit home runs because he was plus 1,000. And he's this big rookie prospect. Never hit one. Next day, bet against the Tigers. He hits four. <laughs> Same thing with the Nationals. I think he hit one against the Cubs last year. I think they played him two days ago. Um, and they must have saw something they liked. Yep. Um, plays third base, which takes time away from Nick Magical, which I hate, even though I hated him playing third base. <laughs> yeah, that makes no sense. But so well, tiny. So we can start with the Cubs and you guys get to the White Sox. Um, I would have liked to see... Stroman moved just based on the fact that he's 32 years old. I know he loves pitching at Wrigley. He's having a very good year. Great year. But bad out of yesterday. Our future, right. Our future, when you have um, security in your job, that's one thing. Like the people talk about contract years and stuff. So now that he has security and they know he knew that they weren't moving him, he had a bad outing. So is that what it, we're going to see? I don't know. But his value was super high. Our future is five years ahead of us. Pete Crow just came up. Um, James is going to tell to you that Cubs? we're going to make the wild card, and we're not because the pitching just isn't there yet. I do have hope. I If they would have shopped Cody Bellinger, I would have freaked out because what are we doing if we did that? He is the best hitter in baseball right now, other than not named Shoei Otani. Right. P. Crow came to the Cubs? Yeah, he just came up. Oh, they just nice. called him up. Nice. Um, Bellinger is hot one month, cold the next month, but maybe he could turn it on for the Cubs. But if you shop a guy who's hitting, what was he in, like 360 in July or something like that with like 12, I don't know how many homers, you're just, that you're a loser. If you're doing that. Yeah. That just shows you're really throwing in the towel and they don't care about winning, but them keeping the team together. I understand your opinion on Stroman. That's fair, but it's like, dude, we're five games back to the division, two and a half, I think, now in the wild card. Like, we're right there. Yeah, I have no problem with them keeping him. I just would have liked to see him move because my vision of this year is we're just going to come up a game or two short of the Cincinnati fucking Reds, which is going to yeah. You guys also just DFA'd Trey Mancini. Yeah, and then he got picked up by somebody. He was up. Yeah, he was Who did he get picked up from? Made a great I have play no idea. yesterday. Probably went back. My dad called me today at like 2.30. I was like, dude, I'm working. He's like, Trey Mancini just got DFA'd. I'm like, probably went okay. back to probably, <laughs> Him and Verlander probably went like, both going back to Houston. They're probably going to win the World Series again. Oh, did he go back to Houston? I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, a couple trades we did not talk about. Tommy Pham heading to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, I love this for them. Uh, the Diamondbacks just need kind of that guy where it's like, do we like him? Do we not like him? And the Diamondbacks are just like way too likable. 
and likable teams don't win the World Series. It also adds to the names that the average fan would know on the Diamondbacks. He's like, who's on the Diamondbacks right now? You'd be like, um, Corbin Carroll, Zach Gallen, and Christian Walker. Tommy Pham. Yeah. <laughs> Randy, no, Randy Johnson. Anybody if Me you and you would. Those guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the Orioles got Jack Flaherty. Um, the Orioles were trying to get Dylan Cease, but we were asking for Jackson Holiday. And uh, he's the number one prospect in the Orioles organization. And they were like, eh. No. Not for a rental pitcher. Is Cease getting paid this year? What? Is Cease getting paid this year? Next year. Next year. Um, Marlins traded for Josh Bell. Um, Miami was sending uh, Jan Segura and an infielding prospect. Josh Bell's career has confused the absolute it's, piss out of me, it's dude. It's so all over the board. He was great in 2018, I think it was. 2019, solid. 2020, 2021, didn't know where Josh Bell was. And I'm probably getting these years mixed up, but his route has just fluctuated way too often for me to be like, Josh Bell signing is really great for my team. I think it's a scenario where owners and GMs are just in love with a guy who can switch hit. Right. My opinion on him is just bat lefty. Is that the guy in the Pirates? Uh, he, Drafted by he the Pirates. was on the Pirates. Nationals. And now Marlins. Yeah. Right? No in between there? Um Love you too, man. <laughs> um, he was on Cleveland before going to Miami. Correct. Sorry. Yeah. But he was on the Nationals the other day too. And he did. Yeah. So, uh, and then Padres trade for Scott Barlow, um, which is just a closer that will probably get a job done every once in a while. Who did that? The Padres? Padres. Have they turned it around a little bit or no? Blake Snell is the best pitcher in baseball. <laughs> yeah, but you Darvish is not. Yeah. Speaking of good departures, that guy... Uh, Javi Baez and Chris Bryant. I mean, you guys were the best team in baseball when you won, but, but they suck. D- d- you're you're going to talk about uh, you're going to talk about shitty baseball players right now. No, he's saying he's giving the Cubs a compliment. We, I was giving we, the Cubs. Oh, I was rid, saying that's we a good sign them at the right time. But it was if they sorry, were Cubs, I, I, I went red for a second. Yeah, if we they could were, tell. If no, they, they were <laughs> great, they were great during the World Series, but they were they've been horrible. If they would have stayed, they would have been great. Yes. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. That, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, Chris Bryant just needed some time to become a baseball player. His blood doesn't do well so in high altitude. Nuts! How people could have no idea if the guy's still playing baseball or not. <laughs> I, I kind of forgot the Colorado Rockies were a baseball team. Yeah, I honestly do too. <laughs> I honestly forget about it. Dude, we talk Dude. about it all the time when I'm trying to fall asleep at night. I try and name every MLB team, and I always forget the Rockies. I, for, I forget the like, Rockies and the Blue Jays. Nate, when was the last time you saw like a Chris Bryant highlight on like Twitter? The last Rocky highlight I saw was Todd Helton taking a walk <laughs> in 2002. <laughs> and then Matt Holiday coming up behind him and hitting a ding-dong. That guy was... Tulo was pretty solid. That was a good duo. Tulo? Yeah, but they stunk. Yeah. They went to the World Series. So what? what? Did they win? They lost to the Red Sox in 07. Right, so everybody was focused on the Red Sox. The Rockies were? Yeah, they, they, the Rockies... Baldo Jimenez was Oh, that's the year I had a stroke. <laughs> Jeez, I hate when you bring that up. Dude, it's yeah. okay. You remember when my mom got hit by that bus? Okay. <laughs> um, Dude, the last time I remember the Rockies is just Nolan Arenado and Trevor Story on the same side of the infield, and they that couldn't was win sick. a fucking game. And they just hit bombs. Trevor Story just didn't end up with the right team at the right time like he should have. No, he never did. He was supposed to be the second baseman on the White Sox. I forget <laughs> what you said about that. You said, if we get Trevor Story, I'm going to cream my legs. You didn't say that. You said something so much better. It was yeah. so great. Uh, in, I was Yeah, because I was like, uh, he'll play second base. And then you said something about, there's no way he's going to play second base. Get straight into the other Sox, immediately play, play second, second base. base. Yeah. 
Uh, but well, I don't even know how. Well, that was more of a diss at Tim Anderson. For sure. Speaking of him. He had a bomb the other day. Good for him. Clap it up for him. Yeah, I thought he was first crying. First of the year. I thought he was crying. I was. Going to third base. Like when he put his hands over his face, but I guess that's his celebration. I just haven't seen it before. <laughs> he was working on it. He was working on it Sorry. all offseason. No, dude, that was good. You don't need to apologize for that one. That was um, a well-orchestrated setup punchline. You guys know I'm a big White Sox guy, but I'm going to mm-hmm. let you guys have the floor here. Um, most of what I want to say is that um, we got rid of the pitching that we thought we would get rid of True. for the most part. And we got rid of none of the bats that we thought we were going to get rid of. I thought T.A. was gone for sure. I thought T.A. was gone. I thought Sheets was gone. I didn't think Berger was gone. I thought Yoan might be gone, but nobody <laughs> wants any of them. That's what I was going to say. Sorry. We're so bad. I yeah. Hate, I hate them cool so much. I, I went to opening day, and I haven't been back since. They lost Same, a little, dude. They What did the Twins hit? Like nine home the, runs on opening day? It was a day. bad opening yeah, day. Yeah, the Giants hit. For the Giants. The a bajillion home runs <laughs> off of Michael Kopech in a matter of 45 minutes. And uh, obviously, no- naturally, I bet like four players on the White Sox to hit a home run and White Sox minus three and a half. Little did I know, if I just bet every other player on the Giants roster to homer, I would have made a gazillion dollars. If you're in a little money crunch right now, the, the White Sox are about to go on a 15-game tear right now. <laughs> yeah, starting you, against the Rangers I'm tonight. You, yep. Right now, le- smash the lefty. <laughs> you psychopath. I know, I'm nuts. I uh, had no run first inning in that Giants game, and the Giants hit a home run. I should have started screaming to sell the team. But <laughs> you would do the same to me, and I'm going to do over. this to you right now because um, we're transparent to our fans. Right. Have you felt what is really the future yet, or are you waiting for the end of the season? That's a great question. Like what do really you mean? They're t- still winning the division. Well, I know, but yes, absolutely. Last year, I gave up on them. I thought they were toast. Last year, like end of last year, I didn't think they were going to be very like amazing. No, year. no, no. I didn't no. think they were going to be this bad. But I didn't think they were going to be good. I thought they were going to be really good. I thought they were going to be good you. to start last year. <laughs> um, this year, we we before the year we added just Mike Clevenger and um, huge China. and Andrew Benatendi. Um, <laughs> Pretty, I mean, Andrew Benatendi was a great sign for if it was five million dollars less because he doesn't know how to hit a home run anymore. He's the highest paid player in Sox history. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I just want this year to be over, win the division, get your butt kicked in okay. in the so you're still playoffs. There. It's the exact same, dude. Because the way that I view it is like so bad. So, so bad. But the thing is, when you're so bad in the MLB, a draft pick does nothing for you. Nothing. No, I know. No, I totally understand. I'm just saying from an outside perspective, I'm looking at the White Sox, and I don't see how they come out of this ever. Right. So what I see happening is figuring out a leader, figuring out somebody who's going to want to push the team a little bit from here till September. And if you can find somebody who the guys can get around, like if TA actually wants to step up and be the guy for a little bit, Great, because there's nowhere you're going now. You have from now till September, maybe October, depending on where it all goes, to figure out who wants to lead this team to something. Because the division's ass, the minute you start playing actual baseball, you can walk to the division lead. Mm -hmm. So if somebody wants to step up and say, I'm taking this team, and if you have any training, anything you want to accomplish, let's work on it, let's do it, whatever. Because TA knows he doesn't want to go home after work. So stay at the facility. Keep working. Who cares? 
So if he wants to do that and be that guy, great. If Luis Robert wants to step up and help be that guy, great, because he's earned it in my eyes just because he's monstrously smashed balls. Still can't hit a slider, but... Yeah, so now that I'm, like, more thinking about it, it's like you can convince yourself, I just did in my brain, a team that can get lucky on pitching because 90% of teams that are successful do get lucky on pitching. Your starting lineup could still be Yon at third, TA at short, Romy at second, Vaughn at first, Benatendi in left, Mm -hmm. Robert in center, Mm-hmm. Got to figure out right field. You have 19 catchers. You Zach can Remillard. still convince yourself Remillard. that that team is what's the word I'm looking for? It, they're they're more than supple. Nope. Yep. They're I mean, so bad. <laughs> it is. It's so bad. Everyone but Luis Robert is terrible. But what you lost in Giolito and Lynn are two pitchers that weren't succeeding for the White Sox. Giolito was pretty good this year. I mean, he wasn't horrible. He was player. okay. He was Lance Lynn was terrible. He was second to win Cy Young. He got paid that mo- amount of money, and then he never panned out to be that for the White Sox. Yeah. Lance Lynn is, I don't know who has the famous saying, you are you throwing Frisbees. Um, James, is Cease. George ready for us? Uh, yes. Sweet. Dylan Cease throws Frisbees. Yeah. We're calling uh, Lance James's Lynn had, cousin. had three good George Conley? George Conley. What up? George, what's happening, brother? How are you? You're on the Washed Up Podcast. Well, I'm happy to be here. Long-time listener, first-time caller? <laughs> first-time answer? I'm Ron Burgundy? <laughs> Long-time answer? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we just started talking about the White Sox. Um, we didn't make as much noise at the trade deadline as we thought we would. We still made some. Um, where are you at mentally think, right now? I think... Mentally, right now, I'm kind of about where I thought I'd be, um, just considering everything that was leading up until this day. You know, being 20 games under 500, you can't expect too much to be done in a positive light. But I don't know. I'm I'm in a I'm in a bit of a uh, kind of like this feels like a, a weird dream almost, like just beyond your expectations going into the year. So yeah, it's not a good feeling. I'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing good from it. You still don't think we're going to win the division? Because I do. Well, it's funny. It's like I'm actually. I'm like, what am I doing to myself? I'm watching Andrew Heaney warm up right now. I'm going <laughs> to watch this game while we talk. So I'm like, I don't know. That's. It. But that's the thing. It's like you watch these teams year in and year out, and you continually like fool yourself into thinking they're going to be good. But I don't know. That's what makes it worse. Those Sox fans. Like you just really thought it was actually going to be their kind of moment for a sustainable amount of years. And it's funny because it's almost like you thought the same thing was going to happen with the Cubs and it fell apart pretty quick for them. And, but at least they got a <laughs> ring out of it. Don't bring us into this. <laughs> yeah, well, but it's similar. It's, it's, I mean, I don't know. It's somewhat similar. Well, when I was looking back and I just asked Pat this question, when I was looking back yeah. and, and what we had and watching the 2016 videos almost every other day, <laughs> yeah, I was in a really, really bad place in my b- baseball fandom because I was like, oh, my God, we'll never, ever have this again. And I was just asking him, and now I'm going to ask you, mm-hmm. have you reached your lowest point with this team? I think, you know, what's funny is that I think last year was probably even lower. Funny enough, being a 500 team was more frustrating because it's like you have all the pieces, you have everything you think you need, 
And like the year before 2021, you like have a 93 win season. And you think too, even then, like they could have done way better. They kind of stumbled that second half. So it's like they could have been pushing 100 wins in 21. And they come out and do that last year where it's like they're always within striking distance but can't quite get there. So it's like that was way more frustrating. And then this year is just kind of like numbing where you're just like, well, <laughs> like I can't. It's never – it's not going uphill. And it's like <clears throat> the big things going around like White Sox, it, like White Sox Twitter pretty much is like the peak of this was a home run in Iowa by Tim Anderson. And the peak of this rebuild was like a home run by Lurie Garcia, who they're still paying right now and he's not even on the team. So it's like <laughs> – like that's, just, that's in a nutshell. So, I mean, like am I at my lowest? I think lowest was last year. Now it's just kind of like – continuing to ride that low. <laughs> I know it's a diabolical question for Tim me Anderson to ask. Just struck out to and I don't <laughs> and I don't mean it to be like that, but I'm saying in the terms of where do you see this going? Yeah, well, honestly, well, like with today, I don't see it going well for the next like whatever, several months. It's not going to be that great going into the final push, especially when you're like not like Berger was ever the answer, but you lose a guy that has 25 home runs, then you're going to have to replace him with Moncada, who does nothing, and then uh, you get rid of a guy like Lynn, who is honestly not that great, but then you have to replace him with, like, a triple-A arm. So it's, like, foreseeable future not great, but I am happy that it's, like, they seem to have gotten a lot of decent pieces back. Like, they went from, I believe, being easily not in the top, like, 20 teams farm system-wise, and I think they're in the top 15 now just by having, like, six or seven different guys that were in the top 100 from their respective teams. Hell, yeah onto their team now so it's like i given the position they were in i kind of think that they've made some moves like getting quality um who was it getting quality people in the in the geo and Raylo trade it's like that you know makes me feel a little bit better but it doesn't feel good when you were like told that in 2016 and 17 it's like i was freshly in college and now i'm like i'm freshly an adult and then i'll be like freshly a father by the time they're decent <laughs> it's like it's like it just progressively keeps going so i'm like i don't know like you get like i said you get a little numb to it so i don't i don't know maybe 2025 but i'm not i'm not betting on it you think we're gonna be good in 2025 we're never gonna be good ever again we're so <laughs> bad chris is here too yeah. george we're so bad oh yeah. You guys are saying oh, you're saying we can have a competent lineup. This team is so bad. I said they are supple. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, the thing, the common thing that I think, like just like whatever, like a lot of these guys, they put way too much money and time and energy into these guys that weren't ever proven, and they're proving that they can't perform on a consi- consistent basis, except for like pretty much Robert and kind of Cease, definitely not Kopech, not Moncada, kind of Jimenez. But then it's like um, they never got anybody to supplement it. And then like they never went out and got a Harper. They never got a Machado. They never got a Verlander. And then yeah. well, no, they, what's, what's uh, the famous one team. that they tried to get Otani? Like didn't Rick Hahn say yeah, that last yeah. year? We, we tried to. Yeah, we sent an offer. Yeah. Yeah. It was really a Perez offer. Yeah. <laughs> Three peanut butter sandwiches for Shohei Otani. <laughs> George, yeah. did well, you did talk to Henry at all about the burger trade? Because I texted him. And oh yeah, we we texted already. <laughs> we were kind of live texting the whole thing, and he's he's pretty much any guy that goes, he's like, "Good, get him out of here." He's like, "Everybody's toxic, <laughs> dude." Every said, one of them's toxic. <laughs> I said, "Damn, see a burger." <laughs> Henry goes, "Good." Didn't have an approach or know how to defend. Home runs don't help when nobody's on base. Next man up. Jesus. <laughs> that's, that's almost verbatim. Henry's 
Henry's, if you guys are familiar with uh, True Detective, he's like the Russ Cole of White Sox fans. He's like the <laughs> ultimate pessimist, the Matthew McConaughey character. Oh, but, just wait, carving Jer- up Miller like hands. <laughs> and talking, yeah. Henry's gonna be sitting there just having like an American spirit, talking about like the Sox when they were good for that one season. <laughs> talking oh yeah, about- it'll be like single tier moments. <laughs> it would be like if the Cubs like went thirty games under five hundred after they lost to the Mets in like fifteen or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, fifteen, and, and then, then they, they, all their players just had strokes and got injured. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't. Yeah, well, we, <laughs> exactly. That's what it'd be but like. It's that, just it's so it, heartbreaking and like you said, numb. But I that's why I'm him. asking these I just hate him. diabolical questions because <laughs> it is diabolical, I don't think though. you guys it's are rude. grasping at the fact that this team may not be here. Oh yeah. You think that they're gonna go to Nashville? That something's gonna happen. Oh, you mean literally not there? Literally. Oh, I don't know. I mean oh, I wouldn't yeah, be surprised. I I've heard too much about that. But I, did you see the blackout game? That game was uh, sick. Oh wait, or you mean oh you mean twenty one? Yeah, two, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people. Who are like you guys Sox. talking about when you were good? <laughs> <laughs> like, but that's what I'm saying though, and that's what I've always said. The Cubs can have a thousand or whatever thirty thousand people show up because there's bars across the street. We can afford to do that. I don't think the White Sox can afford to rebuild again. I just don't. Gotta They'll pull the off the, uh, the the retool then. It's just a, that's the nice way of saying we're getting rid of everybody. It's just retooling for next year. <laughs> I, I listen. I understand, and I would love for them to be here because the um, rivalry is healthy and it's fun, and it's ne- it hasn't been the same for twenty plus years. I, I remember like an yeah. old Cub Sox game. It was like the biggest thing. Like Cub Sox are tonight. Like or it was like during the day. It was like yeah. so cool. And now it's like all right. Sacks are going to be a five two, the and Cubs, the Cubs co- or the Cubs seven two came back from seven to two on a inning. drop third strike to first. I should have been standing on my house clapping. I didn't give a shit. I think the Cubs were like minus three twenty when the Sox were up seven to two. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad the White Sox. But were. yeah, I, I, oh yeah, like a couple weeks ago or last week. Yeah, that was. I literally turned the TV off for like ten minutes. Come back, I'm like, well, it's not surprising. Yeah, it was brutal. I mean. I, I think the the toughest thing is with a rebuild being mentioned in the MLB, it's it's impossible to perfect. A rebuild yeah. is just uh, the something you... Bra- the Braves. Uh, the Braves are always right there. No, the Braves sucked for a couple of years. That's when they got Acuna, and then they actually perfected a rebuild. Yeah, but... Okay, name he, one more. He was saying it's hard, so that's one example. We thought it was going to be Houston, and you find out that they cheated. I have an example yeah, to make yeah. it a 50-50, the White Sox. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's a 50% chance. Goodbye. Yeah. I mean, oh. I, I just don't it'll see. Uh, oh, oh, Jesus. The, cu- the Cubs. The Cubs. Are they, what would you, are, you, are they rebuilding? I don't know what they're doing. It's see? Just, it's I like just, it. I like it. What if they're only like five games back right now, right? I'm happy yeah. about what they're doing Like, right would now. you say this, going into this year, it was a rebuilding no. year? It no. was it was a the, retooling year. It was the start after this rebuild that nobody ever it, it was um a revamp. It's never happened before yeah. where your MVP just falls off the face of the Forgot earth. Forgot so how to play baseball. Call it a rebuild. It was like a it was a forced restructuring or a retool, like our friend George just said. You guys didn't even get like yeah. prospects. Or but like the fact or... that we didn't sell at the deadline yeah. is making me a little happy. It's it's just competitive and like George said, it's fun. 
we're five games back, and we're, I believe, three and a half of the wild card. Not but two the, and a half. But like the I thing that why this conversation doesn't mix in between the White Sox, it doesn't matter what they do. They will get away with murder for the rest of eternity. And as a Cubs fan, we have to accept that. It sucks. It sure as hell sucks. Hmm. But it's just the history of the fucking team. I think one of the funniest things in the last couple of years is that, like, the Kimbrel magical trade has just kind of fucked everybody. It's like it was not good for the White Sox. does not seem to have been that great for the Cubs. It's just kind of like an equally... Represent representation of both organizations. Madrigal's the best third baseman in the NL. He should DH. <laughs> <laughs> all the guy does is hit. That's all he does. But the, the worst fielder of all time. Yeah, at third. <laughs> yeah, he threw yesterday to Trey Mancini who had to make a crazy. He's play. the first third baseman ever where it would take a hundred of his body lengths to get to first base. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it was like me at no gloves two years ago. I played third base for our softball team. 45s come up. There's a 6'7", 285-pound guy who plays third base. Guy on the other team, 6'4", 215. I'm sitting there at fucking 5'9 on a good day. I was skinny at the time. So, <laughs> Stand up straight. Brady, I got, I got a question for you. Yes, sir. Brady, you buy the Chicago White Sox right now. What's the first thing you do to fix this team? Um, It's so tough because I'm so biased, but... <laughs> Tim, everybody. Tim Anderson gone. Dylan sees pitches every four days instead of five. <laughs> <laughs> and it's falling off. But like we were talking about before you came on the call, like I still have belief in the offensive lineup that they can put out there. And it's because I'm dumb. I, I think about Yoan Mankata, I think about his best year. I think about Luis Robert. Yeah. He's the best player in baseball ever, even though they're <laughs> Shohei Otani. I love Luis Robert. I love the White Sox. I don't know. Like, we've talked about it all year, how it's been so tough for me to root against them. And I think that, like, somehow they could figure it out if they didn't have Jerry Reinsdorf or Kenny Williams running the show. That's George, it. what do you yeah. what do you do? What's your crystal ball saying? If I was given the keys to the castle, I would very likely like structurally like change a lot of things. I'd get rid of whoever's in charge of like player development. It's like Chris Guest runs these like overseas player development. It's like you need to get everything top down, just like revamped because it's like it's very clear that there's just a organizational cancerous energy that's going around right now where it's like they send guys up too soon that aren't ready to play like Andrew Vaughn never played a minor league game and it's like we're seeing what's happening there it's like he's not fully developed necessarily and he's expected to be the next Canerco and Abreu and um, so I don't know I think it's it's just getting someone else in there that can make you know different choices like when you the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results and like that's literally what they do every single year is like they try out the same shit and it doesn't work and so yeah i don't know a fresh voice a fresh voice would need to be there and i don't know i don't know about you guys i don't know how you guys all feel about prejo grafal but i'm not yeah i'm not i'm not super hot on him either and it's like i was glad manage the royals yeah i mean maybe hiring the bench coach of the worst team in your division wasn't the (laughs) smartest move like everyone hire everyone from the rays imagine like if you double their pay yeah, imagine if you just like got the the recliner chair dad and was like, "Oh, you know, he knows enough. Um, yeah. Let's get, let's let him run the team." 
I think he'd do better than Pedro. I I don't disagree there. I mean, and it's he's also kind of a prick to people when people like try and tell him like, hey, like what were you doing here in this scenario? And then he just is pretty like dismissive. I'm like, I don't know. It's not a good energy. And of course, when you're like 20 games under 500, you're probably like not going to be the best guy to talk to. But still, it's just like it's not a good look for the team. So like why Jake Berger was playing second base the other day. <laughs> yeah, you got. 220 pound Jake Berger playing second base. He's actually, for being a big dude, he's actually pretty like nimble. But yeah, I know what you mean. It's like that's just dumb. I, don't know. I forgot to mention that if I had the keys, we would move. <laughs> yeah, we would move out of the city, not for the reasons that I stated before. But there's something wrong with the doctors that work from <laughs> Madison Street in the city, and what is that? What's the and uh. 35th and Shield? <laughs> no, f- until the Bowl Stadium. Because they just, oh, those doctors okay. in that area just don't have no idea what the you fuck think is going you on. You think Jerry Reinsdorf just hires cheap doctors? I, I don't know. South of 290, we got nothing going on. Yes. Yeah, but the, the fucking Bulls are just a little bit north. So, say from there back to the Sox team. It's just like, we talk, we've talked about every single angle of this team. And sure, the talent didn't show up. But they were also so fucking hurt. They made the diagram. Everybody saw it last year. Every single extremity on the body was hurt in the White Sox last year. Mm-hmm. The Blackhawks have a completely different uh, health staff than the Chicago Bulls. They not, should. Not one single person. <laughs> I mean, so it's so hard, and that's why it's so frustrating, and I feel for you guys, but because it's like, did the talent not turn out, or did they just not fucking play? Yeah, this could be they, your, this could be your Bulls fandom in, in heart too. Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> now, so they, I think they 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 showed a graphic like whatever. I don't know if this was last year, or this year, but it was some some statistic like Luis Robert, Yarmon Cata, Tim Anderson, and who else am I forgetting? Yeah. Aloy Jimenez. It's like every time they, how many times have they played in the lineup at the same time? And it was literally out of a potential. 380 games that they could have all been on the team at the same time. They played like 60 games together. Yeah, all we're, together the, just, we're the Brooklyn like, Nets when we had Kyrie, no, James Harden, and you're just Durant. the Chicago Bulls because Lonzo Ball played 35 games with the Chicago Bulls <laughs> and they were fucking 30 and 5. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. They have a that court's got to be a problem. No, it must be Reinsdorf's fucking magical tricks that he's doing. It has to be. He's the only common denominator in the situation. Yeah, we can't blame Kraus anymore. (laughs) Rest in peace. (laughs) No. No. Rest in uh, purgatory. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Look at us. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Look at us. Um, George, while we have you on, it's your first time on. Yeah. Um, Floor is yours. Whatever you think you need to get off your chest, anything that's been weighing you down a little bit, um, go for it. All right. Can this be, let's see. Oh, I, I would have to say that right now, the state of, this is going to be a little bit different in sports. The state of movies has me more excited than the state of baseball. <laughs> so, like, I've been, this summer has been so much better for that than it has been baseball. So that's been the saving grace of this White Sox season is, Basically, Barbie and Oppenheimer. <laughs> you sound exactly day. like Henry. I talked to Henry just a little bit more than I talked to you, but man, 
It's like, it's the only thing getting me through baseball season. <laughs> I, I have like Charlie, George, Henry, and I have been in a group chat for probably as long as group chats have been around. And I, when I want to talk about the Sox, I just text Charlie and George in the side because I don't want to say one comment where Henry's just going to blow a stack on me. <laughs> yeah. So I'll just text that's, them on the side. If I, you know what sucks, George, is they stop making movies. There's a big strike going yeah, big on. Strike. So, that, so that, we don't have that to look forward to either. I stand with the writers. I do too. Thank you for bursting my bubble, dude. <laughs> I'm not going to get Top Gun three. What, what, what am I? What do we even? I have to live for at this point. Now we have to go and write it ourselves. I, the oh, writers are it would just be all dog fights the entire movie, <laughs> and then like one one hot chick and Tom Cruise kissing, and then back to dog fights. That would be my pig. favorite movie ever. That would be the best movie ever. We're all gonna we're all gonna go see it just wearing like the helmet and glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I saw oh, Top, wait, I last, saw Top Gun three times in the theater. It was that good. Final thought is uh, thoughts and prayers to Frank Fleming. Hope he's okay. Yeah, yeah, he is not in a good mood right now. <laughs> we, should, we should get a cameo from him today, reading like some. You could probably Mac- just ask oh, him to do uh, a video. It thing. is insane because only White bucks. Sox fans can say at least we're not the Mets. That is insane. At least we don't spend money and are this bad. At least we're not yeah. the Mets. I said it. And, that's, <laughs> that's, and then that's all we got. <laughs> I mean, I did see a clip that he posted a clip of him just yelling about Billy and, and Epler or whatever his name is or Epler. So that should be entertaining. But yeah, it is. It is funny. Like I've been saying, what's a bigger disappointment, the Mets or the Sox? And like everyone was like, oh, the Mets. Yeah. I think the only team I'd rather not be is Oakland. At least you're moving. I mean, yeah. they're, moving. they're not supposed to be good, but they have something to look forward to. And they can watch Moneyball. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. But then you don't have a team anymore in your city. And oh, yeah. you just lost the Raiders. The city of Oakland, yes. They got the Warriors. No, they, no, don't. they don't. They moved to San Francisco. In, yeah. I mean, don't they, don't people from Oakland still try to claim that they're, like that's their team, though? Or yeah, they can Way watch them on track. TV. Yeah. No, I mean, there's, a so there's, there's not one. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> not a, I'm so dumb. George, final thought from you. MLB predictions for the rest of the year. MLB predictions for the rest of the year. I'd have to say that <clears throat> most fun teams to watch now, I think, are going to be the Rangers and Astros with Scherzer and Verlander. It'll be kind of like a nice old school, like, be like if, like, Schilling and, I don't know, like, Pedro or Schilling That's and Randy just, like, on opposing teams against each other. And it's like, well, duke it out. So that'll be good. Um, being in Milwaukee, the Brewers will make kind of a push, I think. They got a couple different pieces. But they're kind of like if the White Sox were, like, a decent NL team. Like they always just kind of like pull off kind of, I don't know, little random deals here and there. Like they got Carlos Santana and Mark Hanna and Andrew Chafin. So, Oh yeah. They um, got Mark Hanna. Andrew Chafin yeah, just belongs like, in a Cub jersey. Yeah. He's, he does he, kind he, of. He yeah. He belongs, it, he belongs at Bernie. Yes. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> just like Nelson um, Cruz needs to be in a White Sox jersey. This, hey, that is that is yes, exactly. I would say though, if I had to make a prediction right now, I think the Braves will beat the Orioles in the World Series. That would be a fun World Series. If the Brewers pitching one, can get yeah. going, they'll be scary. Yeah, we'll see. But until then, I'll just watch Jesse Jesse Schultons, whoever his name is, <laughs> pitch against Adelise Garcia right now. So <laughs> I think Andrew Healy has thrown nine pitches so far. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god don't get me going first pitch swing in jesus <laughs> they're aggressive hitters hey can't fault them or can we <laughs> <laughs> all right george well thank you we got to have you back on maybe come in in person hang out with us for a little bit Dude, so we can see your reactions. Be a pleasure. 
Absolutely. Well, thank thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you for popping on. Godspeed. (laughs) Later, boys. Peace. Peace. All right. Okay. Um, So uh, everything in Chicago is in disarray except for Chicago Bears. Justin Fields, president. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Um, And Connor Bedard. Yes. And Connor Bedard. Let's go, Bulls. (laughs) (laughs) That was so deflating. North Carolina basketball will be on soon enough. All right. Stay hydrated this weekend. Um, It's hot. It's hot all over. It's my birthday on Thursday. It is your birthday on Thursday, dude. Everyone wish me a happy birthday on Thursday. Happy early birthday to Chris and music by Pat Mallers and Chef Charles. Feels so good. Shot City, come on and ride with me. Get high and catch a vibe with me. This music that make you feel good. Do it for the real ones. Do it while I still can. This is for the real fans. We're singing along with the set of light shows. I know, I ain't so fly, don't you? Think so too. Shorty trying to come through to kick it like kung fu. On the block cruise with the sunroof open. I'm the one who everybody love. Everybody want to be like me. I cha-cha real smooth. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. I break rules and race roofs. Sit break goose with great juice. I make moves and I'm making music and... Hang loose, homie. Fall back like I don't. Okay, I gotta go ride out. La dee da dee do. I feel fucking awesome. Get it, got it, good, good. Get it, got it, good. Get it, got it, good, good. Get it, got it, good. Fall back like I don't. Okay, I gotta go ride out. La dee da dee do. I feel fucking awesome. I'ma tell you all why. Ain't felt like this for a long time Can't think with the wrong mind Can't drift to the wrong tide Can't sink if it's all dry Land, one day you gotta learn to fly Curve the plot, cook it up, serve it hot Shorty thick like a car bomb Oh lord, won't quit till it's all mine on God I've been steady trying to get in my way That's the only way that I get down Ever since I focused on my mindset Get it, got it.